next on the 5 o'clock report. Nobody is challenging that you can have an abortion. Hunter Biden is a private citizen. Joe Biden benefited and profited from Hunter Biden's businesses. Our support for Israel is not diminished. The recall covers nearly every model of Tesla. Our redistricting process is completely broken. It's like getting to know an old friend. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. All about abortion. The U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear arguments on the popular abortion pill Mifepristone soon. It's their first major abortion case since overturning Roe v. Wade. Nobody is challenging that you can have an abortion medication. It's just that you have this small group who are challenging the expansion of its use and allowing it longer into a pregnancy and by mail and other distribution means. Mifepristone is the most common drug used in America for abortions. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania may become the 14th state to codify abortion following the overturning of Roe v. Wade, giving access to all. A public hearing was held today in the Keystone State that would bring a constitutional amendment up for a vote to keep it legal in Pennsylvania. Because it's a proposed constitutional change, it requires approval by both legislative chambers in two consecutive legislative seasons before going to voters. Pro-family groups say a constitutional amendment has the possibility of changing current Pennsylvania law. Right now, there's a ban on late-term abortions and taxpayer-funded abortions, but that could change. Next stop, floor votes in both chambers. No show. Hunter Biden skipped a closed-door deposition today in front of House Republicans, saying he'll only go if it's public. Biden defying the subpoena, he held a press conference instead. They ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they've belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father. White House spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre declined to answer questions. Hunter Biden is a private citizen. And so I certainly would refer you to his representatives. Republican Nancy Mace is on the House Oversight Committee that had expected to hear from the president's son. She says the House has an extensive paper trail of both Biden's criminal activities. He tells us in his emails and in text messages how Joe Biden benefited and profited from Hunter Biden's businesses. And we know that Joe Biden was involved because he was at dinner meetings, lunch meetings, White House, Oval Office meetings. He was fully involved here. Republicans are now looking into contempt proceedings against Hunter Biden, and they've started debating an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. President Biden, meanwhile, delivered his harshest criticism to date of Israel since the war with Hamas started over two months ago. We get more on this from correspondent Richard Engel. At a fundraiser yesterday, President Biden saying Israel is right to take on Hamas and has most of the world supporting them. But they are starting to lose that support by indiscriminate bombing in Gaza. The White House walked those comments back today. Here's the National Security Council's John Kirby. Our support for Israel is not diminished, but we have had concerns. And we have expressed those concerns about the prosecution of this military campaign, even while acknowledging that it's Hamas that started this and it's Hamas that is continuing it. The president met today with families of eight Americans being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza. It is his first in-person get-together with those families since Hamas invaded Israel October 7th. Call it a holiday gift from the Federal Reserve. They've decided they're not going to hike interest rates. The good news is, is that we're at the end of this rate hike cycle. Rates will come down eventually. I don't know when, but I think we should all be somewhat pleased that somehow or other, even though the Fed screwed this up a lot of different ways, 
No recession this year. Tesla is recalling more than 2 million vehicles, just about every car they've made. Tony Waterman says it comes after the autopilot safety system wasn't doing enough to ensure drivers are paying attention on the road. The recall covers nearly every model of Tesla. It comes after a two-year investigation by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, which reviewed more than 300 autopilot-involved crashes. It found that at times, drivers were unprepared to intervene when necessary or failed to notice when autopilot was canceled or disengaged. Tesla says it doesn't agree with the agency's assessment. It's issuing a software update to all affected models. And there's a big meteor shower tonight. NASA is calling the Geminid meteor shower the king of meteor showers with up to 120 meteors per hour zipping through the sky. The best time to see them is at 4 a.m. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, four-day school weeks in Pennsylvania. A little more on redrawing the political boundary lines in New York and an insurance coverage fight that could impact your next visit to urgent care. Those stories after weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your family life regional weather forecast. Some Lakestone flurries and parts of central New York and the northern Finger Lakes south of Lake Ontario. Could be a localized inch or so there additionally. Otherwise, it's partly cloudy overnight with a stray flurry, low temps 20s. Thursday and Friday, a fair amount of sunshine and pleasant. High temperatures on Thursday will approach 40. And high temperatures Friday reach the 40s to near 50. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. There is a bill in the works in the Pennsylvania capital that may impact when kids go to school. Each district would be able to choose a four-day school week or longer or shorter days. Family Life's Greg Gillespie has the story. A bill that would give Pennsylvania school districts more choices is headed to the governor's desk for approval after passing both houses unanimously in Harrisburg. If Governor Shapiro signs it, schools complete the year in either 180 days or a certain number of hours, 900 for elementary, 990 at secondary level. Currently, schools must do both. It also counts remote instruction toward the requirement, which means some schools could go to four-day weeks or break up learning with online instruction and shorter school days. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. New York's highest court says the state's redistricting commission must redraw a new congressional map by the end of February so it can be used in next year's election. Our redistricting process is completely broken here in New York. This endless cycle of litigation and different maps, one political party or the other thinks they're the winners, but the losers are the voters. We need to have a truly independent process. We need citizens drawing the maps and we need to get the politicians out of this process. Susan Lerner is with the grassroots government watchdog group Common Cause New York. Voters are confused. They don't know who they're going to be voting for. They don't know what district they live in (laughs) for the next election cycle. There's great uncertainty, and when people are confused, they tend to check out. The Court of Appeals' 4-3 ruling is expected to help Democrats in their quest to flip control of Congress next year. College enrollment is down in New York, and it's one of the reasons why a number of private schools are shutting down. Every college in New York State is having this issue that they have to deal with one way or the other. 
Since COVID, trade schools that train plumbers, welders, mechanics, and construction workers have seen their enrollment increase by double digits. It's going to be a lot harder for the colleges to adapt with that business model. The cost of college is also a factor in why fewer kids are attending. New Yorkers are caught in the middle of an insurance coverage fight between Blue Cross Blue Shield and WellNow Urgent Care Clinics. Family Life's Jeremy Miller has the story. WellNow sent out letters telling patients that they have not reached an agreement, which means the urgent care provider will be out of net network for BCBS participants starting January 1st. BCBS countered with a letter saying your primary care physician knows you best and should be your first call for care. WellNow says it fills the gaps to serve those in healthcare deserts and avoids long ER waits and claims BCBS has raised prices on members over the last few years while cutting WellNow payments. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. And December gets overfilled with tasks, but our Christian counselor, Christopher Anderson, has real-world steps to keep yourself, your children, and your marriage grace-filled and Christ-centered this month. Let's listen in. The American Psychiatric Association reports that 46% of adults worry about being able to afford the holidays gift-giving activities, and moms are actually more likely than dads to be worried about it. Um, It's 61% moms versus 47% dads. And and you know, Greg, there's another really interesting statistic as well, and that's 45% of Americans that are involved in gift-giving during the holidays, they report that other holiday shoppers are actually the root of their stress during the holiday season. How about that? During the year when we're not in a holiday period, we're already packed with activities, especially if you have kids. So then the holidays come around and then all the unrealistic expectations that go with that from all the different sources, it's easy to understand why the holidays have increasingly become more of a burden to people and, and unfortunately less of a joy. And, and again, that's what these statistics are showing. And communicating about the expectations, this is really key here. And it's, you know, it's a really good time to sit down with your spouse and discuss, make sure you're both using a calendar and, you know, make this a habit because it can be used in other times of the year as well. You know, if there are a couple of things that you'd really like to actually do this year that keeps getting pushed aside in previous years, then make those a priority. And a big one is don't delay. Be aware of your own tendency to procrastinate and understand why this happens. Understanding when you're the most productive during the day. And what I mean that is understand your own energy schedule. You know, when do you feel that you're going to be able to get the most accomplished and then take those tasks that might require more energy and schedule them during those times that you believe you will be more productive? What about the rest of the family? What Mm -hmm. can people do to make sure kids don't get lost in the shuffle? One thing that my wife and I will do is we'll actually divide up Saturdays to include time for each of us to get some things done while the other one is actually spending time with the kids. Or sometimes I will take our kids to my parents or my wife's parents for a portion of Saturdays. Include them in the activities as well. Include them in doing things that can be still be accomplished even with your kids helping because we know that sometimes helping really just maybe actually a little not helping you to get things done when they're trying to help. But what activities can you include the kids in? Baking cookies or things like that, you know, decorating cookies, that type of thing. So that way you're keeping the kids involved and you're spending meaningful and quality time with them as well. Listen for more from today's Real Answers on our news podcast page at familylife.org. It's time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up today. Markets have been rallying as we get closer to wrapping up the year. Today's producer price index month-over-month data came in with a 0% increase that was in line with the consensus and greater than the prior report, which showed a decrease. 
PPI year-over-year rose 0.86%. That was lower than the consensus and lower than the prior report. Today, the Federal Reserve held its interest rate decision meeting, announcing a pause to interest rate hikes. And Fed Chairman Jerome Powell talked about how economic conditions are looking up and talked about the possibility to cut rates in 2024. Oil prices have been on the decline as West Texas Intermediate closed on Tuesday, down nearly 4% at $68.60. Cents a barrel. This coming is about 200 nations meet at the United Nations COP28 summit in Dubai, agreeing to lean off fossil fuels and achieve net zero by 2050. Netflix finally giving the public more transparency. Data on viewership released on Tuesday its first What We Watch report and plans to do so every six months. Crude oil today down to below $70 a barrel. The Dow gained 512 points, the Nasdaq rose 200, and the S&P 500 was up 63. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at faithwardadvisors.com. Have you ever considered living life backward? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. You can't literally live backward, of course, but you can live with the end in mind. Famed investor Warren Buffett said, write your obituary and then try to figure out how to live up to it. That's a good idea. Think about how you want to be remembered. As a faithful follower of Christ, a joyful person, a good steward, one who gave generously of both time and money, if that's how you want to be remembered, start living up to those things now. Ask the Lord to help you be faithful and joyous, a good manager, and a generous giver. Live today and the rest of your life with the end in mind. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, hope for those battling addiction, a groundbreaking plant out of Mexico. We have more on the story after weather with Kevin Williams. Aside from some minor lake effect snow tonight in parts of central New York, we're in a winter-free zone for the next several days. High pressure will deliver some sunshine, and we go through the weekend without any significant winter tumult. Now, as I said, there will be some scattered areas of lake snow and flurries tonight, focusing on central, western central New York and the northern Finger Lakes, an inch or two there. Otherwise, it's partly cloudy tonight and cold with a stray flurry and low temps in the 20s. Tomorrow and Friday, a fair amount of sunshine and turning milder. High tomorrow nearing 40. Temperatures on Friday peak in the 40s to near 50. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at 5, a plant in Mexico called Ibogaine is being used to wean people off of heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine in under 24 hours with a single treatment. It's about 30% effective, but all the other drugs are 20% effective or less. Bobby is in his 30s, and he said he went to rehab a half a dozen times with no success. I went to two inpatient rehabs. And then I went to several outpatient rehabs, six or seven times at least for for outpatient. That's when he went to Mexico to get Ibogaine. He says he has never used heroin since. He's married now with two children and a baby on the way. It's just very intense to reconnect with yourself again after having been so far removed from yourself. It's like getting to know an old friend. It's like I I never knew that I would see him again. The U.S. is working on bringing the drug here. The state of Kentucky spending $42 million to fund Ibogaine research. And that is the world that we live in for Wednesday, the 13th of March. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.